What up, what up, what up, world? What's going on? It's your boy, Decent. Now, I know you guys are used to seeing this format being dubbed as real talk, but like most things in life, change is consistent. So with that said, we're saying goodbye to real talk, and we are now dubbing this The Culture Couch. That's right. Here we talk about all things that are going on in pop culture, social culture, and just culture culture. Even the vultures. <laughs> but since this is a special episode, the inaugural episode, the maiden voyage of the culture couch, I had to pull up nothing but the best for you viewing audiences. My man is a drum legend. You know what I'm saying? Throughout all of the land. My man Anthony <laughs> drums. <laughs> and the reason why I'm excited about this episode is because me and this brother we've been conversing through social media for about like two months, maybe a little bit longer, because time yeah. flies. It's been a while, yeah, but it's been know, a while. We connected now. We connected, so I I wanted to find a way to do something with him outside of just, you know, hitting him up to do a song or just having him come be featured on Pop Desk Presents, which will happen in the future. Mark my words. You have video evidence. We're going to make it happen. But seeing as how we love artists on here, what better way than to have an artist like himself on to talk about some things that's going on. So like I was saying, we've been talking for a while about linking up and doing something. Right. So what better way than to get you on the culture couch? So for those who may not be familiar with you, why don't you give people a little bit of background information? Well, I'm Anthony Anderson. I'm born and raised from the Bronx, New York. Uh, I've been playing drums for about over 20 years now. 20 mm. years. I've been. I started when I was nine years old, and the reason behind that is because of my dad. At the time, um, I never really had like a father figure with him, mm-hmm. or I had like any sort of relationship with him. Only thing I did have or can remember was the fact that he had taught me drums and the fact that he was a music head and he loved everything between the whole rhythm section of music so so he like you know influenced me to just really just play drums and just get into just you know playing everything and just knowing what it is to just really just come about with just the sound of beats and and percussion so that's how that started but for the most part i mean you guys will see me all over new york and hopefully around the world soon so yeah awesome man once again you're one of the most amazing drummers i've ever heard and seen one of the things that i gravitate towards the most is like your covers of songs like most notably like this isn't your best one but this is the one that stands out to me the most was the This Is America drum cover okay. that you did. Okay. Which you can actually see parts of okay. on the Pop Dust Instagram and the Pop Dust Twitter and yes. Facebook. But you have this knack for just taking songs and just, you know, putting your own spin on with the drum covers. So when did that become a concept for you? Actually, like, really, it all started... I mean, I've had it all in my head for a while. Mm-hmm. I never had the opportunity to actually, like take that into place due to just you know being in bands and having opportunities elsewhere Mm -hmm. but I started really focusing more on that when I became a solo artist so we're just you know just listening to music especially like I can just listen to any song right now and just envision my style or me playing it and before I even hit the drum set 
you know, just listening listening into every sound, detail, hi-hat, snare, bass, drums, everything that comes into just placement, mm. you know? And just listening just really just helps me knowing where the parts are or what to do or how to make it look ill, you know? So that's just really like how I've just been just taking things and just twisting it into my own. But it all came with just the performance value and everything that I do behind it because without music, there's like, you know, music is supposed to give you a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to push you to just, you know, wanting to do something or wanting to just get up and go, yeah. you know? It's the feeling that gets you to just listen and enjoy every inch of the song, you know? So that's why I'll definitely I've just been really just working and just taking that into play and then just within the passion and the the dedication of what it is to work hard awesome awesome so who are some of your influences as drummers there's a lot (laughs) um my main my main drummer my main go-to drummer i would say is uh travis barker (sighs) travis barker i can definitely see that yeah uh i've been listening to blink 182 from like the first album but from there just he's been like the influence of like the reason why I my my technicality and my style within drumming, and especially just like uh, lately, I've been like collaborating with DJs, mm-hmm. so that's also been helping me like push the envelope a little more, you know, awesome. than just like being a, the the standing out from different drummers from different drummers and just making things organic. And but him, Chad Smith from the Red Hot yeah, Chili Peppers, mm-hmm. Tony Royster. Tony Royster is a dope drummer. He's uh, he played with Jay Z. He's done a lot of like ill dope artists. Um, Taylor Hawkins from the Foo Fighters. He's really dope. Uh, there's a lot. The list goes on and on. But um, I can see yeah, everybody that you mentioned. I can see a little bit of them in you as far as you That's know. Dope. You know what you hear and like you said, even down to the visuals of some of these drum covers. Like you know your technique mostly. Like I look at. I look at Travis and I'm like, yeah, I can see, <laughs> I can see that. But that's once dope. again, that's you know, it's not you mimicking; it's you taking that inspiration and yes. you know, making it yes. your own. So, you're from the Bronx, just like me, mm-hmm. born and raised. Right. Which part? Hunts Point. A- Hunts Point. A- <laughs> Six Line. Right. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm exactly. Saying? I wasn't too far from Hunts Point. I was actually on um. Well, I lived all over, but before I moved out of the Bronx, I was on um. Freeman. Okay. Well, not too far from Freeman. You know. It's crazy because I was like on, uh, I'm like in between, so like 165th and Hope. Yeah. So Simpson and then Freeman and yeah. then Hunts Point is right there. That's dope. Yeah. So you're right over there, like yeah. literally touching each other. That's right, dope. Right, right. So one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on is because, you know, you're more so a local guy in the sense, you know, very, mm-hmm. very embedded in, you know, not just the musical community, but the literal community itself. Right. right? You know, seen you do a lot of work with you know people in the Bronx you know you collaborated with you know Bronx Native on a few occasions with certain things you're rocking a t-shirt right now shout out to the Bronx Native definitely be coming to see you guys for some merch soon seen you on News 12 a couple of times yeah man shout out to homie Jessica Cunnington yes you know what I'm saying so one of the things that I wanted to speak about was the the necessity of having you know support for local artists not necessarily you know huge artists like you know cardi b you know love you girl yeah put on for the x but you know people like yourself people like myself who 
come from, you know, the Bronx and who are trying to make an impact in the community. So how crucial do you feel it is for local artists to be supported and to be active in the communities that they come from? It's it's a, uh, it's it's really important, mainly because I look at it like, you know, this is my birthplace. Mm-hmm. This is where I grew up. This is where I began to play drums. Everything has elevated and started from the roots from there. Mm-hmm. So what what better way than going back to my borough, mm-hmm. to the place where it all started, just to show what you know, show what I'm about and what we are together. Yeah. Because, like, with this new day and age, especially with, like, collectives in the Bronx and everyone that is growing is trying to show that besides the negative and what everyone has always told about the Bronx, yeah. we're more than that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're coming up and we're elevating to a point where, like... Not any. We're not like every any other borough. Yeah. You know, we try to just be ourselves, mm-hmm. be original, and show that you know the talent and the the people can come together to just make it all beautiful. Yeah, that's definitely. it. I feel like as of recent, though, you know, with success, like you know, once again, Cardi B and even you know, Jesus and Mero, right? People like that. That we're starting to be more prominent in the mainstream, and people are starting to realize how much we actually contribute to yeah. you know the culture and you know, to creating content and to the community because those those people we listed they still are very very active right in you know the community even though they may not still live there you know even sort of similar to myself you know right. i grew up in the bronx and up until about two years ago i moved out to brooklyn okay and you know but still there's always that sense of community like you know it's tattooed on my arm bro yes. like you know yes. no matter where i go you know Always, always gotta throw up the X and no, that's not for Wakanda. <laughs> that's for the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? So not even just so much, you know, the the pride that we have, just more so on a creative end. I feel like we have this stigma about us where, you know, we're we're so proud, we're so boisterous in a sense that a lot of people may take that the wrong way because one of the urban myths is that Bronx people don't like to travel outside the Bronx. That is, yeah, that is a myth. That is a crazy. Yeah, that's myth. a huge myth. Like people were so amused that you know I was all the way out in Brooklyn, and I tell them I'm from the Bronx. Like, wait, like how'd you get here? Did somebody drive? Like, no, I, I took the train here. Right. You know, so to to people who may be from the Bronx and, you know, who don't necessarily get out of being in the Bronx because this is a very, very big thing. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. It, um, for instance, when you say that, it's crazy because it's like you have to step out of your surroundings in order to grow and in order to just, you know, make things happen. Mm-hmm. For instance, uh, I've I lived in the Bronx for over, like, 18 years of my life. And... I never really like understood my roots and everything behind it until I went to Africa, mm. until I got the opportunity to go to the motherland. And that really like helped with just knowing that the education and everything that I had learned from just going there and being embraced by and coming home and bringing that back it changed me and my my way of life really to mm-hmm. just like appreciate my community appreciate my people everyone who i really see on a day-to-day basis 
you know i still go to bodegas and see people on the street and just recognize me and just like you know it's really not just like going out there and just showing face it's just really just holding down where you came from yeah, you know definitely so it's just i take that seriously and now that i've really have stepped foot back into the bronx and just showing my my community service in a way mm -hmm. and just giving back to the people mm -hmm. that really helped me so just really it, it's nothing better than a great feeling than that yeah and that's that's something that you know i've been talking about more so exclusively with a lot of people that i know because recently i had the opportunity to speak at a career day at a school that's not too far where i live right. in, in brooklyn and it was a very very rewarding experience but it made me think back to how in a sense that that's not something that you know the bronx in a sense is seeing a lot of because when i go back to visit from time to time <clears throat> it's it feels like you know it's still like the bronx is always going to be the bronx right but i feel like you know it's not lending itself to what it could be and i don't know whether that's because of the people feeling you know so comfortable being there or like just feeling like you know outsiders not wanting to get involved because it is the bronx right. but i just figured that you know now more than ever with so many things happening as far as you know culture being developed and content being developed like what better place than the birthplace of where everything started as far as hip-hop goes right. because it's the most consumed genre you know officially on paper now that even though we've been influential for so long now it's in statistic form that we contribute the most as far as music being consumed right and what better place to rejoice and you know be proud of that than the place that started it all so i feel like it's on an upswing but there's also some other things that we could be doing to bring the bronx more to the forefront what, what do you think some of the things you know that need to be done oh man i would say honestly people coming together more mm-hmm we need the community to be more involved. We need, you know, besides, you know, we're, we're doing a lot within like, you know, building restaurants and having like, you know, upscale apartments and things just really coming together mm -hmm. back. But we need more of the, the foundation to come together, which is the, the roots of like, you know, people who've been in the Bronx and lived yeah. there for years. Yeah. You, you want, know, you want to you help change it up now. Yeah. You want to help make things better. It's like, instead of like saying, for instance, people are complaining about the same things happening over and over and over. If that's the case, then go out and do something about it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Go, go vote. Yeah. Do whatever it takes to just elevate the community, change what's happening make a difference in people's lives yeah you know you want people to feel like you know they're living there as opposed right. to staying there. exactly you know because a lot of the times a lot of people feel like they stay in there but they're not really like living there. living there because mm -hmm. when you live somewhere you want to enjoy living there yeah. you know but yeah i mean i've always had that within the bronx like even though with the the crime and whatever that go, that goes on yeah. i would never take away from every experience that i've lived with and enjoyed and developed and growth within my life to yeah. really be like yo the bronx has always been there yeah you know and you having that pride and like us having that pride it, it makes you and like i said it makes you want to give back it makes you want to be more aware of what can i do to you know improve you know my community and give yeah. back to my community even if it's in like you know the most smallest way because you know like you said getting out the vote like you know people coming together a lot of people are so jaded when it comes to that aspect oh, yeah. that they don't realize 
how powerful that is. Just, yeah. you know, a select group of people just doing the most minimal thing within their region and their grass can have a huge impact if they're right. committed and if they're dedicated. So everything you said has pretty much been something that I've been preaching to a lot of people that I know who are, they, they're from the Bronx and yeah, they travel, you know, they get out the Bronx every now and then, but like sometimes their mentality is still, still stuck, there. stuck yeah. there. And I don't mean in the sense that they're thinking about home and thinking about how proud they are to be from now. I'm thinking about, I'm talking about all the like negative aspects of like, you know, living in what would be perceived as the ghetto in some right. capacities. Right. So as somebody as, you know, well-traveled and well-versed as you are, do you ever encounter people that just don't want to get out of the Bronx and get out of that way of thinking? Oh yeah, I mean, all the time. And to be, to be real with you, it's like even within my own family. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's definitely there, but that goes with, you know, stepping out of your, your surroundings. Mm-hmm. You have to get out in order to experience more, you know? Being able to go on tour and experience majority of the United States, I've gotten to see what is, different from what I normally see what's in the Bronx, mm-hmm. you know? And just seeing that and just embracing all of that, just being on the road and traveling and seeing everything as things go by, it makes you appreciate what we really have. Yeah. You know? It makes you walk a little bit taller when you come back because right. you feel so comfortable. And this is something that I experienced when I went to Europe for the first time a right. few months ago. So, you know, with the language barrier to a degree there, you know, just being able to navigate and see how, you know, other people live it kind of gives you a bigger and broader perspective exactly. of where you come from. So then when you finally come back to where you live, you know, you have a broader sense of everything that's going on around you. It's not so much, you know, up the block or, right. you know, across the street. It's, you know, the other side of town and, you know, a little bit lower. And, you know, well, what are the people who live above me? What are they going through? Right. What about the people that live below me? What are they going through? Like my next door neighbors, it kind of puts you in a state of mind where, you're thinking more so about humanity rather than, you know... Yourself. Yeah, rather than just yourself. So that's a really, really great way of, you know, being able to kind of break that way of thinking by encouraging people where we come from to get out and do more. Not necessarily, you know, travel the way that we've been able to travel because we've been extremely blessed and been awarded different opportunities, but just being able to just explore where you're living and, you know, just taking a walk you know just getting familiar with not just your block or like you know the next block that you're familiar with like exactly like even like the other day like i i like walked from my house all the way to like past central park <laughs> just to like you know just you, all you really need is a walk yeah headphones and just see things and just embrace of what you're i think about what you're dealing with mm-hmm. and then just know what you can achieve yeah you know Walk is definitely like one of the things that you know primarily I miss being in the Bronx because to a degree a lot of like if you give yourself enough space mm-hmm. you can walk from certain places. So what I used to do I used to work by Marshall Parkway. Okay. Four. So I would take the four from there to one seven zero. Right. And then from one seven zero because I lived on the other side of one seven zero, like where Prospect and Boston Road was at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived there. So what I do is I will walk from. 170 by the four Jesus all the way home and like it was just like the most soothing thing because I just felt like I got to embrace the area and right. I would actually walk past you know the projects that I grew up in okay so it gave me a sense of like you know kind of like different phases in my life it's like okay 
here I am in this present moment. I'm coming home from work. Right. You know, so that's like, you know, where I am presently. But then I get to walk past, you know, where I grew up at. And I get to see some of the same faces, you right. know, some of the newer faces, see how they're doing, you know, what's new, you know, what's changed. And then by the time I got home, I've kind of gotten to absorb, you know, different aspects of my life, like right. in that present day and from my past. And speaking of past, the lineage as far as you know where we come from is so rich and you know so very very prominent like i said we pretty much started hip-hop culture Uh you know what would be some of the key things that you feel the bronx should be known for outside of just you know hip-hop and the yankees and the bronx (laughs) free on wednesdays by the way (laughs) (laughs) um mainly i would really honestly say people they're different you know yeah we're we're different in our own way that, that that's just that's what makes us human mm-hmm. but i've never really like seen especially when this year when i started like really involving myself more in the bronx you're doing an event i'm gonna go and support you mm-hmm. you're doing an event your spot i'm gonna come over there too mm-hmm. they're supporting each other with just like coming up you know, the Bronx is elevating. It's so much things that is happening there. And a lot of people don't care, obviously, but they don't want to appreciate that, especially within even with people that live there. Yeah. Giving back and showing the appreciation and just even playing for someone who's not even who's never even seen me before or who's never even gotten a chance to see me play. We, we live there, but we go to yeah. Manhattan or Brooklyn, Brooklyn to play shows and stuff like that. But like now it's like we we're creating all of these opportunities for ourselves so that way not only we don't have to go anywhere but there's there's more for when other people want to come here this is what we have to offer i always said to like people more exclusively that you know i want to be a rapper from the bronx not so much a bronx rapper right not saying that there's anything wrong with you know holding so firmly to being from there and that's a huge identity when it comes to what you're creating but it's like we talked about a little bit earlier when you're just in that immediate circumference and you don't want to step outside of it. It right. can be very, very detrimental to your growth as an artist and as a person, you know. And speaking of, you know, artists from the Bronx, like how how do you feel about the music scene, you know, there? like as far as like the up and coming Bronx rappers? Because, you know, we have a lot of them and that we just do. because, we you do. know, once again, we, we curated the culture, but more so we just have a lot of rappers that people may not be aware of. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of my personal favorites, um, Chris Rivers. Yes. I love Chris Rivers. Yes. Um, so how do you feel about a lot of the emerging talent that's coming out of the Bronx, whether it be, you know, like a Chris Rivers or a Princess Nokia and just the others that people may not be familiar about? I feel that it's it's amazing because they're bringing back real hip-hop. Mm-hmm. It's not like... You know, I can just listen to this and jam. I can actually probably just listen to them mm-hmm. and picture them on the radio, mm-hmm. you know? For instance, like, I've gotten the opportunity to, to perform with Chris Rivers. Mm. And the dude that actually got me that opportunity is uh, Josh DWH. Mm. And he's from the Bronx. Yeah. And he's really, really skilled and, and versatile within his flows and the lyrics. So it's just like having the opportunity and see that because the, sh- the show that we played the Bronx came out mm-hmm. the Bronx literally came out and it was in the Delancey in, in, uh, in the city 
So you know how tight and small oh, that place yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Really, really small, and you know, just playing, playing, having the opportunity to play with those two on one stage was really, really cool. And the crowd, the Bronx, I say everybody that was from the Bronx that knew these guys came out. That's so dope. And I was like. You saw nothing but X's in the sky. And I was like, oh, hey, we, we it was, lit. It was so you know? crazy. <laughs> right, right. It, it was, was awesome. so crazy, too. It's like, it's like you said, you know, bringing back that real hip-hop sound. But a lot of people don't know how diverse Chris really is. Yeah. Like, Chris is really big into, like, you know, that alt-rock sound and, like, you know, just, like, that whole vibe. Mm-hmm. And it's showing a whole new dimension to, you know, Bronx musicians. because. Right. For the longest time, you know, we've been touted as just being like, you know, straight hip hop, just like me mugging, you know, Yankee fitteds on, just right, like, right, right, very, very, just like, err. But now you still have that element, you know, because it's always going to be a part of the DNA. It's always going to be appreciated yeah, right. and and necessary to a degree. But mm-hmm. I like the fact that now we're slowly heading towards, you know, this idea that you can still embody being from the Bronx, you can still embody hip hop, but you don't have to stick to the template that's been set before us. Right. You know, we, we have the flexibility now, we can collab with different genres of music and be more expressive, right. you know, with not just our music, but even just our appearances. Bro, before, I was just like, you know, Yankee fitted up, do-rag, all that. Now, as you can see, colorful dreads, nose ring, all that stuff. Chilling, right. Just chilling. Right. But I feel like we're now at the place where we can start, you know, empowering others to feel more comfortable with being themselves, not just musically, but, you know, in life as well. And that's the most important thing, as just what you just said, because being different, being yourself is what really makes you. Definitely. Because nobody can do what you do. Nobody can do what I do, but us. Yeah. The right way that we do it. Yeah. The only way we know how to. Yeah. They can do it similarly. Right. You know, as far as like the actual thing they're doing, but the way you do it and the way that I do it, completely different. Exactly. And, and not just doing it, but like our thinking towards it and our exactly. approach when it comes to it as well. Completely different from anybody and else. It's, and it's an important factor because a lot of people don't take that into consideration when they want to feel like they want to come out mm-hmm. or they want to just be themselves and they just want to either copy other people and you know it's it's better to be yourself nobody can tell you anything just you know just feel comfortable if you want to wear pink hair wear pink hair mm-hmm. you know do whatever it is that makes you comfortable because at the end of the day society's going to judge you regardless it's going to re- judge you for who they may see you as who you may you who you may think that you are, but at the end of the day, you come out and you be yourself, you're different. Yeah. You're different. That's, you don't have to try to be different. You just are different. Right. <laughs> so what are some of the things you got coming up in the near future, man? Any shows, any projects, any uh, tours? Yeah, I mean, the goal is to continue playing shows, tour, uh, get, get more involved into my community more, and also collaborate with different artists and genres that I've never I've never really experienced in but has the background for it you know I'm very versatile and when it comes to different skills within drums I can pick up anything you can literally give me any song and I can just envision me playing it you know just so it's just really just collaborating um touring for sure I would love to to have the opportunity to be back on the road again and 
no other way to just really express my skills and my talents for other people to enjoy because without you know the beat the foundation nothing you're not moving <laughs> you're not moving definitely, definitely so it's really just making it making things happen making things organic and just letting people know who i am definitely sure. definitely and where can people find you at on social and all that good stuff uh you can find me on instagram at anthony.anderson.drums facebook is anthony anderson drums and twitter is capital a underscore anderson drums there you have it folks anthony thank you for stopping by man like i said sure, long brother. overdue yes. and definitely looking forward to what you got coming up in the future yes. at the end of the day it's all going to be for the bronx so thank you guys for joining us for this installment of what is now dubbed the culture couch and just so you guys know the schedule works like this not next week but the following week we'll be back with another guest to sit down and talk about more things going on in the culture stick around make sure you come back 6 p.m for Pop Desk Presents, the main show. You know what I'm saying? We got some very, very dope guests coming up. We got Paul McDonald and we got Stella Cole. So make sure you're back here on Facebook Live. Till next time, take care.